You're listening to the Mutual Audio Network. Have a good day. The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences. It's time once again for America's favorite show, The Radio Adventures of Dr. Floyd. Brought to you by drfloyd.com. As you recall, last time we were in New York City in the year 1842. Dr. Steve had taken the very odd job of moving bricks for P.T. Barnum in exchange for free entry into the American Museum, where he planned to steal the infamous sideshow hoax, the Fiji Mermaid. There, Fidget, we're done. Now to just cross the street with this last brick and we're home free. What are you talking about? What Fidget had noticed that Dr. Steve had not is that in his 45 minutes of brick moving, he had attracted a crowd of about 100 pedestrians who had been watching him and were now following him to the door of the American Museum, where P.T. Barnum now stood on a soapbox. That's right, folks. Step right into the American Museum. Find the answer to all your questions inside. For a mere 50 cents, you can find out the answer to your brick-moving queries. You can see the Fiji Mermaid and much, much more at Barnum's American Museum. The crowd surged past the dumbstruck Dr. Stephen Fitcher. They were all clamoring to pay 50 cents to find out what wonders the museum contained. This was your plan all along, wasn't it? Thank you, sir. Thank you, ma'am. Right this way. <laughs> hey, listen, my friend. In this business, you do what you can do to draw a crowd, and you were the perfect one to do it. Fantastic. Now, look. We moved your bricks and drew you a crowd. Can we get into the museum? A deal is a deal, and you earned it, my friend. Enter away! Come on, Fidget. It's going to take us an hour to fight our way through this crowd and get to the mermaid. As Dr. Stephen Fidget tried to get up close and personal with the Fiji mermaid, let's check in with our hero, Dr. Floyd, who, when we last left him, had secured an exhibit spot right next to the Fiji mermaid in the museum. This is humiliating, Dr. Grant. Imagine me, the world's most brilliant scientist, nothing more than a sideshow exhibit in P.T. Barnum's museum. Well, look at it this way, Dr. Floyd. There's no way that Dr. Steve can swipe the mermaid if you're standing right next to it. I know, I know. Here comes the crowd, Dr. Floyd. You're on. Well, at least Chips isn't here to witness my humiliation. Dr. Floyd's faithful robot companion, Chips, as you remember, was currently undertaking the task of walking Dr. Floyd's mother's Pomeranian puppy, Mr. Beardy Chins, around New York. <laughs> While Chips tries to regain control of Mr. Beardy Chins, let us return to the main exhibit hall of the American Museum, which is now packed with patrons eager to see the Fiji mermaid and the museum's newest attraction, Floyd, the man with the smallest head in the world. Look at his small head! It's gross. I think I'm gonna throw up. This had better be where Dr. Steve was heading or else I'm going to be very upset. There was no reason for Dr. Floyd to be upset because at that very moment, Dr. Steve and Fidget were at the very back of the line to view the exhibit. <laughs> oh, it's right up there, Fidget. I can just see the top of it. Oh, and there's something else up there, too, that people are looking at. Uh, I can't see what it is, though. It's too small. <laughs> Well, there's nothing we can do but just bide our time, Fidget. But soon that Fiji mermaid will be mine. As the last two people in line, it took almost an hour and a half for Dr. Stephen Fidget to finally reach the front of the room and stand before the Fiji mermaid. Okay, Fidget, there it is, the Fiji mermaid. You keep an eye out for Bottom, and as soon as the last person leaves, I'll grab the mermaid. I wouldn't do that if I were you, Dr. Steve. What? Dr. Floyd, what are you doing here? I'm here to make sure you don't make off with the Fiji mermaid. But how did you get in? It was easy. I, uh... Well, that's none of your business, Dr. Steve. What's important is that I'm here to stop you. What's that all over the floor here? Is that dryer lint? Oh, that was Fidget. His stomach's a little upset at the sight of the mermaid. There, there. Settle down, Fidget. I'll take you outside in a moment and you can eat some grass. Well, looky here. My two newest employees have met each other. You both did a fine job today. I made, I mean, we made a ton of money. Mr. Barnum, sir, this guy was just about to swipe the Fiji mermaid. What? It's true. I only took this job to make sure he didn't. Is this true? Um, no, 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 no. It's not. I would never, uh... Levi! Yes, P.T.? I think this former employee of mine needs to be escorted out. Sure thing, boss. Uh, now, look, there's no need to get hasty here. I'm, I'm sure we could work something out. Uh, how about a deal on my sock shelf?
shaped friend here. Well then, run, Fidget, run! Dr. Seaton, Fidget, hightail it out of the museum, running back down the street to their very own time and spaceship. As they exit, Dr. Floyd steps down off the exhibit platform he was standing on. Well, Floyd, we sure are glad you could help ensure that the Fiji mermaid didn't get stolen. Not a problem, Mr. Barnum. That's our job. Um, Dr. Floyd, Chips just called us on the handy communicator ring. Where is he? Well, apparently, Mr. Beardy Chin spotted an alley cat and has dragged Chips about 12 blocks west of here. Oh, that dog. Well, we better go get him. Here's your $99 back, Mr. Barnum. I officially resign as a museum exhibit. This was too much of a circus for me. Circus? Hmm, that gives me an idea. Levi, send a letter to James Bailey. I have an offer to make him. Yes, sir, boss. Oh, and that new canyon machine, right? Excellent. It's the new high-speed model, right? Yeah, the box says it'll make a new suite every 60 seconds. Perfect. That means there'll be a sucker made every minute. I thought you said P.T. Barnum didn't say that. Hush, Dr. Grant. You didn't think the writers would let this episode end without a horribly bad joke, did you? I guess you're right. Dr. Grant and Dr. Floyd leave to go find Chips and Mr. Beardy Chins and then hop back onto the time and space stream after Dr. Steve. Where will our intrepid heroes go next? Will they ever be able to put an end to Dr. Steve's villainous ways? And just when will they be able to drop off Mr. Beardy Chins back at home? Find out next week on the Radio Adventures of Dr. Floyd!